The Sport Industry Access Podcast, Episode 49. What core skills do you need to be a sports physiotherapist? Welcome to another episode of the Sport Industry Access Podcast. I am your host, Ed Bowers. As always, my goal each week is to provide you a special guest who is a sports expert in a specific field of the sports industry, especially if you have an interest in pursuing a career in sports science. I hope today's episode can be useful to you with regards to your interests and needs. Now, getting back to today's show, this week's special guest is Jason Laird. Jason is a sports physiotherapist currently working for the British Gymnastics team at the English Institute of Sport. During his career, he has attended the 2015 European Games and the 2016 Rio Olympics, supporting elite athletes so they can perform at the highest level. For that reason, it's a privilege to have Jason as a special guest on the show. That's why in today's episode, Jason will share his sports career journey and explain to you the core skills you need to be a sports physiotherapist. Jason, it's great to have you on the show. Please, can you share your sports career journey to listeners? When did it all start? Uh, I guess for me, Ed, it started uh, at secondary school, as probably most people's careers do in terms of where they want to want to see themselves going forward. I always had a sort of passion for the human body, anatomy, uh, and coupled with being quite keen on on physical education and sports. So I, I played a few sports when I was younger, nothing to a hugely high level, but always wanted to continue on the you know the the topic of sport amongst my my studies and further into my career. So I took a, you know biology A levels and PEA levels to try and get my um, my anatomy knowledge up and then did a degree in sport rehabilitation which was a BSc degree at St Mary's College in Twickenham so I did that as my first stepping stone so that was sort of uh, uh, quite a good basis in terms of uh, you know physical attributes anatomy physiology um, biomechanics and sport specific testing and stuff so I did that for three years uh, which was a good insight alongside that I did do a little bit of part-time work within a sort of a semi-professional football club at the time. Uh, at that point, I knew I definitely wanted to progress further. And so I did a an MSc in physiotherapy, which is a two-year pre-registration degree. I did that at Southampton straight after my sport rehab degree. And that sort of put me on the lines of uh, you know, general health, um, not just sporting populations, but the, the general population. So I did that a couple of years, then worked in the NHS uh, for a few years, did some private work and some sports stuff alongside that, and then just kind of did part-time sport alongside the work. Um, then I got a opportunity to work full-time within um, sport, so I started there. And then, you know, I'm, I'm where I am now, working full-time in sport for the English Institute of Sport. So I've I've been through, you know, the years of part-time stuff and 
luckily I'm here now to be able to, to work full time in sport. That sounds really interesting. Just relating back to your time at Twickenham, how has your sports science degree supported you looking back now? Well, um, I did sport rehab, so it's a little different from sports science. So ours was very much along the lines of uh, clinical assessment, treatments, uh, hands-on treatments, as well as rehab skills a lot with with the athletes and and other populations. So um, what it did give me, that rehab degree, was a very good grounding of a lot of the... um, common themes and trends along anatomy and physiology, a lot of the special tests and clinical reasoning that I'd use further in my physio degree. So um, some physios I know have gone the same route as me, um, whereby they've done a a sport rehab degree. Some have done sports science, some have done um, sports therapy or other degrees similar. So having a a wider base at the beginning, I thought was, was very useful for me going into my physio degree and then on through into sport. I think um, some people, you know, they do the, the BSc in physio straight off, which is good for them. But for me, I needed that sort of extra base of knowledge, which helped me to you know, focus my skills now as a, as a sports physio. Just relating on the research side of sports science, how have you seen that have an impact in high performance sport? Uh, when I first started, um, there wasn't a huge amount of sports science that was definitely integrated within the sport. I mean, I was working in sort of semi-professional clubs in my early days. Um, then I started to work with more professional clubs, if only on a part-time basis. That's where it sort of started taking the head uh, and people were starting to listen to the science and the research more. Um, nowadays, I mean, we the EIS, we work uh, with a lot of the, the research in terms of some of our our staff and faculty are, are high-level research publishers. Um, so we try to implement that as much as we can within our sport. It's very it's very individual with regards to how much buy-in you get from different sports. Um, uh, I work you know, with the EIS now with gymnastics, and we have a fairly good buy-in with the coaches and the support staff at the moment. But um, other sports um, use it to differing degrees. But it's definitely... Um, become more commonplace in the last five years since I've been involved in full-time sport and um, I think some of the the high-profile coaches in the last 10-15 years have always um, put a lot of high um, praise amongst the sports scientists so I think that's helped and obviously getting results from from what we do so I think um, there's more to come obviously it's, it's a young profession in terms of research base so that will come you know in the next probably 10 20 30 years there'll be a lot more coming out but um it's definitely on the up i'd say i find this really interesting just before we talk about what you're doing at the moment just relating to today's main topic what core skills do you need to be a sports physiotherapist to be a good sports physio i think you definitely just need to be a good physio number one um and i think for that there's there's skills that maybe not so much technical skills but skills like communication skills um being a team player working well on the team being able to communicate your ideas amongst the team uh, and getting trust and buy-in from different um, different stakeholders. That's key. Whether you want to be a, a physio within the hospital, within a private setting, within a sports setting, you need those key skills. And you can add the technical skills and the um, you know the, the other stuff alongside it. But if you don't have those key communication and team player skills, you won't get very far. So I think that's obviously the key thing. Um, then obviously you've got all the technical knowledge. Um, alongside it and and in in this day and age a physio is not a physio in sport if they're not performance focused so although you might be able to rehab an ankle or rehab a hip if 
at the end of the day, you're not been able to have an, a positive impact on the performance of the athlete, then you might not get the, the buy-in that you maybe want. So I think a lot of the time now, as well as, you know, rehabbing athletes back from say, if, if you say when they're, when they're performing their skills and doing their level of, of sport, they're at a, a level zero, a neutral level. We tend to get them when they're under the level, when they're injured and when they're on a minus. Uh, and so what we tend to try and do is rather than getting them back to that neutral level they were at, trying to give them a plus one or a plus two to try and give them skills they didn't have before or abilities they didn't have to try and make the rehab process a performance-focused one. Um, and I think that's probably a key skill now that, uh, you know, co- if coaches tend to want them back a little bit better than they were, which is doable now given the, the amount of time we can have with the athletes and the amount of impact we can have. So that's probably a, a core skill to try and make sure that it's not just getting them back to as they were, but it's being more performance focused. And I think that's what sort of sets apart the, the sports physios that have the most impact. Out of interest, would you mind explaining to listeners your main role at the English Institute of Sport and what you've been up to? Yeah, so uh, I'm, I've, I moved sports recently, um, just beginning of the year. I was working with judo for three years as the lead physio up and including Rio 2016 at the Olympics. And then in uh, January, February time, I moved across, still working with the English Institute of Sport, but I'm now lead physio with British Gymnastics. Um, so I uh, look mainly at the injury prevention and performance of the athletes um, and try and make sure that all the physio-based uh, sort of exercises or interventions we do are, like I say, performance-focused and try and reduce the injury burden on the squads. Um, so that's sort of my main role with British Gymnastics, we obviously travel to events um, as required to support the athletes in their in their championships. We've got a couple of big tournaments this year with the with the squads. We've got the European Championships, which are in a few weeks, and then the the World Championships are later in the in the year in Canada. So we've got um, say m- mostly sort of prepping for these two two tournaments coming up this year, and then obviously building for our main focus being Tokyo 2020. Out of interest, just relating to the theme of gymnastics, have you seen a difference with regards to the participation rates out of interest? Just from the last Olympics, it got such a high viewing. Uh, well, we, we we tend to just look after the squads that we've got. So we have the obviously the top-end British-level athletes that, that the English Institute of Sport look after. So we've got um, a certain number of, of athletes on the squad. So that's pretty much stayed the same, but... As you say, there was a lot of media coverage and a lot of success over Rio. So um, that's been good, I think, for the sport. Because the main thing for us is if we have a, a bigger base of people doing the sport, then there'll be more that filter through to the top level and then there'll be more more ability to you know win medals at the top level. So that's, that's always going to be positive for us, getting uh, more people doing the sports um, after watching, obviously, the, the big competitions. Absolutely. Just on a personal note, going back to your career, what have you enjoyed the most looking back? The thing I've enjoyed the most is probably, as I mentioned before, trying to get them back better than they were. So we've had a few, obviously, instances in the past. And it's, in elite sport, you're not too far away from, from trauma and lots of long-term injuries happening because of the level they, they compete at. So I think the, the best thing is getting someone back um, working with them through a long, the long rehabs are hard. The long rehabs are tough for everyone, but they're actually the most, um, they, 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 you get the most joy from those because you see them for a long period of time. You get to know them very well. They get to know you very well and seeing them back performing 
um, and forgetting about the injury and going back to as they were or even better that's probably the most enjoyable part of it and and like I say it's, it's we, we all do it um, to win and to, to perform well and that's where um, I get the most excitement when they can perform um, and, and they've come through your injury rehab program for example and that's that's for me what it's about it's not about um, trying to you know get them to rehab every day it's what what's at the end of it what's the what's the golden nugget at the end and that's you know getting someone to the olympics or getting someone to a final and and that's probably the most uh, the most positive you know beneficial part i think this is an area sport i really do find interesting not that athletes get injured but the process behind the scenes that get athletes back on the sports field and i feel like we're at a great stage of the interview where i like to finish with an inspirational question what advice would you give to university sports students who want to pursue a career as a sports physiotherapist? I think the key thing probably is is commitment, and um, you know it does take a lot of time, um, hours, effort to to put into with these elite athletes because they put a lot of time and effort into. So um, obviously the support staff are there to support them, and, and the hours and the commitment we have to put in is quite high. Um, so that's that's one of the things you need to make sure that um, you've got the the staying power to commit to to these sports. Um, it's it's not always a, a walk in the park to to just turn up and do your job well every day. It, it takes quite a lot of effort. <clears throat> so um, you know, be prepared to do the long hours and 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 if you want to get to the top and if you want to you know work with high level sports, there are years um, preparation. There are um, you know hours doing pitch side on a wet Sunday morning um, in the cold that, uh, you know, you, you have to go through to try and get to, to become um, working with, you know, bigger sports and um, and bit better athletes. So be prepared to put in the hard yards. It doesn't happen quickly. Uh, it's a lot of effort. And as a commitment's probably the one thing. If, if you can turn up every day, uh, smile on your face, make sure you get on with everyone, get some buy-in from the coaches, that's, that's where you'll work your way up through and, uh, so it's not it's not a walk in the park. Um, you know, you, you do long hours. You do trip travel to different countries with um, with judo. Previously, I'd in three years I've been to Mongolia, Kazakhstan, Azerbaijan, a couple of times to Russia. You know that there's some some interesting places you visit, and uh, that's all part and parcel of um, of, of working in sports. That's where they've got to compete. So you've got to be going to the places too. So having that commitment and, and, and passion for the sport you're working with and the people around the sport is very important. That is great, Jason. I really do hope the listeners, especially the sports science students, take that piece of advice on board. How can people interact with you, let's say on social media? Ed, probably the best way, I'm quite active on Twitter. I do a lot of um, reading of the media and, and watching stuff on there. So uh, my Twitter's at physioreal, um, ph y-s-i-o-r-e-e-l that's probably the the best way of of connecting um you know have a look at the stuff on there or drop me a message on twitter is probably the easiest way to to connect i'd say that is great to all the listeners who are listening in to be able to connect with jason on twitter his link will be on my website relating to this blog post jason it's been great chatting with you today thank you very much cheers ed thanks for that what a really interesting career journey by Jason, and I really do hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. For me, the biggest lesson I learned from this interview was the career journey to be a sports physio and how it can lead to really exciting opportunities. 
But it all comes down to what Jason said. If this is a sector of the sports industry you would like to work in, it comes down to your attitude, your education, but the willingness to put in the hard yards to making this career journey a reality, especially at the elite end of sport. So I really do hope you took on board the career tips from Jason and you apply it to your career journey. And good luck. Now, as always, at the end of each interview, I like to finish with an inspirational quote from my guest speaker. Jason said, having that commitment and passion for the sport you work in is very important and be prepared to put in the hard yards.